Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody, and welcome to Brown Bag Bets, powered by BetSports. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me always, neither of us wearing green, unfortunately, so I'll pinch myself. How are you, Andy, on this uh, apparent day of St. Patrick's? I screwed that up, and yeah, we just talked a little off air. It doesn't feel the same because a lot of the bars are still closed, and you can't, you know, I've had some... I've had some St. Patrick's days to remember when I was a younger man, boy. And, you know, there were some. I would not have been sober at a younger age at this hour. Oh, God, no. Very rough show. It would have been, it would have been rough. But uh, here we are, grown ups, sober, ready to face the world. Maybe I'll have some, maybe I'll have some Irish. But yeah, I don't even have that many green clothes. I'm just not. uh, Also, I'm not Irish. Big guys, green's not a good color for you. Uh, no, I'm a blue guy. I have a lot of blues. I'm a, and I've got my cow hat on. Green. I don't know. You know well, blue so, goes with your eyes. But, you know, we hope you have fun with whatever, you know, who knows what you can do that if your bars are open or if you can have some fun, grab some Guinness, grab yeah, some green something beer. green, drink something green, kiss someone green. It's all fine. And, of course, hand jobs for Ewoks in the chat making no sense. What does communism have to do with not wearing green, you goofball? Or patriotic or something? Things have gotten out of hand. I'm not Irish. I'm uh, very German. Anyway, we do thank our sponsor, WinBet, as usual. And we're on the cusp, again, of some new states heading there. As always, if you want a sweatshirt, you can get a sweatshirt. Still sending these out. Sign up in Michigan, New Jersey, or Colorado and get your free bet. Get your sweatshirt. Email or contact BetSperts once you've placed a bet. To get your swag, um, goofy day yesterday. I think, but I think we both broke even. One team total got there, one didn't. Um, the total, how do you say, Vigeli? Um, Vigeli? I can't think of what you're talking about. No, the, the tennis total. It was an over 20 oh, that started with a bagel. Oh, Vogeli. Sorry. Vogeli. Yeah, yeah, Martin, yeah, Martin Kova. Vogeli gets bageled, I think, right? Yeah, so we when you when you it's that's that's the equivalent of a scoreless first quarter for an over. Like you didn't want that. So that's the worst case scenario is someone just bagling a six zero set, but it ended up going three with another twenty games. That one got home. So good for us. I think about about a break even day to, to, today. We're not going to find out if we broke even because I'm going to have a shitload of golf that a lot of it won't settle till Sunday. Uh, as always, Alex with some NBA. We'll probably start with that. I'll get into the golf later and, of course, tidy things up at the end with some tennis picks as usual. We'll start with the association. Give Andy a minute to warm up and get your pads and pencils ready, folks. If you're going to try to get all of Andy's plays today, you, you need to be quick. But we'll start with basketball. We've got two plays here tonight. Uh, the first underdog, Cleveland, the Cavaliers. Um I think he must have closed this tab, so I will talk about the Cleveland Cavaliers. I don't know much about Cleveland. Uh, I had bet on them in the twenty, what was it twenty sixteen series? Look, you're back. Yeah, I started just talking about the Cavs. I did a horrible job. Thanks. No, that's all right. Cleveland, they are home hosting the Boston Celtics. Uh, Boston playing last night. Actually, both teams playing last night. So kind of an equal rest spot here. Cleveland's been a great home team. They've been a great underdog team. I have this line closer to six, honestly. Um, so it's, I actually grabbed a nine and a half. Um, actually played a little nine as well. Eight and a half, fine. I think eight's okay. Again, Cleveland's been very strong. I like the matchup here for them. 
you know, Boston continues to struggle to try to put some things together. Cleveland's got um, some guards and wings that I think are going to be able to slow them down and, you know, not really any trouble from a big man perspective, but um, like the Cavaliers and um, no, they do not have LeBron James anymore. Um, he left some years ago. He's now a Los Angeles Laker, but if he was playing for the Cavaliers. That'd be a sweet number. So Cavs plus nine. And then this other bet that I played, and, and frankly, I'm, I'm not feeling as good about it as I did a few hours ago when I placed it, the Miami Heat um, to beat the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, Memphis off a disappointing performance the other night. Um, they're at home hosting Miami, who seems to be healthy, seems to put it, be putting it all together. Looked at the injury reports this morning. No names at all on there, but just a few, probably about 30, 45 minutes ago, actually, a report came out that Jimmy Butler apparently has a sore ankle and made the trip, but they're not 100% sure he was going to play i would much prefer jimmy butler to play but honestly if he's out i think i still like miami in this spot with bam on a bio i was surprised when the number was so short this morning again it seems like somebody must have known about jimmy butler before myself and just about the rest of the market participants did so i guess got a little shookered there but i still like miami here if bam on a bio is playing he's going to be i think the best most impactful player on the floor memphis headed in the wrong direction really these last couple weeks i thought that they would maybe rally with a couple home games they have not um and again miami looks better and better every night i know that butler is probably the bigger name player on the heat but bam is the more important player again i'd like jimmy to play but they have plenty of wings and scoring to fill in for for mr butler as long as bam is there um moving the ball and doing what he needs to do defensively so uh, two plays right there again cleveland i like that down to eight miami you know miami plus anything's good i actually even played miami minus one earlier so um both of them might, might yeah might you get a better might you get a better number later once they once they do some announcing or might you just wait and avoid if you haven't already bet that one or you know depending on it's your risk maybe, maybe just follow the news like kind of track this if you if you think one of these players or both are playing then that's a hell of a number if not maybe uh, take it easy it's bouncing around, depending on where you look, the Heat are minus one or Memphis is minus one. So it seems to have settled right around there. Um, you know, I'll probably wait. If I if you know I hadn't placed the bet, I'd wait another hour or so. If it's still hovering right around that, that's effectively the price, assuming Butler's probably not playing. So if Butler's announced in, I think it's only going to move the other way. So if Butler hasn't been announced in and you check the line and it's still anywhere from plus one to minus one in an hour or so, I think you take a little bit of Miami and you know, hope that Butler is announced in, but still like him at this number without Butler. I can get behind that. So I did promise golf. I will over deliver under promise over deliver the salesman's <laughs> way. And boy, do I have an S load of golf. I talked about this off air a little with Alex. Um, yes. Last week was the players. It's a very big tournament, huge, almost as big as a major. There were massive amount of lines. They put up more matchups. They put up more props. They put up more of everything. And just, I mean, with the, I think with the break last year and what we had over the summers, many people that started betting golf, I feel like there's just more options right now anyway compared to in years past. So I don't know why they did it for the Honda, but they have put out an S load of lines. I didn't know where to draw the line. So I just started betting anything I saw an edge on. So I'm going to have way too many. <laughs> way too many did like break down one by one. I will put out a blog later. I haven't even got to day one stuff yet because some of the stuff didn't get out till this morning. Um, I haven't done daily golf picks for a few weeks. I've just been really busy with basketball. Obviously going to be busy again this weekend, but we know what the games are. We know who's playing for the most part. I'll still, I'll have a chance to get to daily stuff. So look for that later on Betsperts. I'll be putting out my daily golf picks for the next four days. 
but right now, and I did do some futures uh, outrights. Um, I don't love doing these. I talked about some Neiman yesterday. If you're able to get Neiman 20, 22 to one, that's a great number. There is a little bit of a fly in the ointment, but it could be a good fly in the ointment with Danny Berger. Mm. Um, it's a weird one. We talked about this earlier in the season too. It was, it's happened twice that the favorite, the person taking up the most market share had pulled out of the tournament and you had like this one hour window where books didn't adjust yet. And you were able to bet a bunch of people at bad, you know, basically bad numbers for the books. Great numbers for you. Well, Berger is there. There was like a, a pro am thing today that he's just not going to play in. He said, "I'm worried about my ribs. I don't want to play in this." So he says, "I'll still play the tournament." So I don't. I'm not saying he's going to withdraw. I'm not saying he won't play or he'll go out there and hit a couple balls. Um, I would I would uh, caution people against maybe betting on Berger in matchups because of that. If a player even hits one shot and then decides they don't feel good, all your bets are action. Any matchup you had him in, any outrights, any props, those are all action and they're all losses. It's the worst thing about golf betting is when a guy gets hurt during, I mean, it's any sport, injuries suck, but with golf, literally you can say, I'm going to go out there and try it. Hits his first tee shot. It just, the shoulder's not right. The ribs aren't right. The hip's bothering me. I'm going to call it a day. All your bets lose. So take it easy on that. And that is probably why I'm adding more outrights than I normally would this week. Um, Just because I think there's a half decent chance he's either hampered he doesn't play or he withdraws at some point with this weird rib injury. So Lowry, Henley Davis and Keegan Bradley are just some guys I had near the top of how I'm rating things this week. They're all good ball sprikers, all good TD green guys. I'm looking for people who are finding the green, finding the fairway, not being assholes, not being big bombers, not being um, too risky playing here with all the penal areas, tons of water, tons of sand, tons of rough. Tough course, last stop in Florida. So I'll be on those four along with Jacko, Mr. Neiman. And like I said, I've got matchups. Tringali over Scott, Bradley over Clark, Gim over Ian Poulter, and uh, Mr. Keegan Bradley, one of my outrights over Ricky Fowler. This is one that I didn't even pick yesterday for when I did the matchbook stuff with uh, JD, but I told him, like, yeah, I'm going to obviously be on that. Anybody who's been riding the maybe the Spieth fade train for a couple years. Um, that's over. Like Spieth isn't figured out again. He's a good player all of a sudden again. It, it was kind of a case of he was a decent sized name and you could get decent prices against him because he was still a decent name and you get casuals that would bet on him. Like that was a gravy train and it's over. And I think maybe the next one will still end up being Ricky Fowler. He's getting priced as someone whose game is not falling apart. Whereas it is, he has played horribly. He can absolutely eject. I, I think if Bradley makes the cut, this one gets cashed on Friday. So probably my favorite out of those, although I do love uh, fading Wyndham Clark. Oh, I get I get two Bradleys on there. So yeah, Keegan Bradley rates out highly for me this week. I'll be using him in a couple spots. And yeah, Ricky Fowler sucks. Um, somebody asked, ever do first-round leader? I'm not any good at it. So no, but I have hit it the last two weeks because of my friend James, who we've had on the program. Uh, Alex, can you speak to betting first-round leader? I love you it. Have it's a similar the strategy. Best. Um, 
it's just the greatest. And James does a really good job. And it's actually his birthday today, it turns out. I clicked on his yes. Twitter to see kind of like what he had up. And the little balloons came up. So reach out to James. You can find him at jmaz, J-M-A-Z-Z-J-D on Twitter. Um, our very good friend. And I think he's actually got some first round leaders up that I'm going to put in by the time we're done. Yeah, I was going to say, I hit Sergio 80-1 to last week. I hit, uh, I can't remember who was it, two weeks ago. He'd end up chopping. You got like 40 to 1. Hit a couple dead heats. Yeah, there was a dead heat two weeks ago, but I did uh, I did hit that too. Not by any semblance of myself. Like it was all just, I play my stuff. I don't have enough time to break down first round leader. And I, I, I play all of his, he splits it up nicely. He splits it up. So you can, if you look at how he breaks it up, you can take, let's, let's say like you take a hundred bucks and all the bets are to win about 600 then. So the 80 to one is like, you know, the 80 to one is like, uh, you know, eight bucks or seven fifty to win 600. If you're splitting up a hundred dollars. So it, it's, it's a good way to a, break a big Dutch or a big portfolio. Is yes. what I always it, it's a really good way to do things. And uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. So we'll, you know what, if he hits another one here, even if he doesn't, I think we'll have him on here to kind of talk about strategy for outrights yeah. and first round leaders. It's, a, it's That's a, a really fun, fun bet. Fun discussion. Um, Knox and more, you can see I laid the strokes here and uh, I did want to talk about that because I'm starting to see some discrepancies in prices. I shop at about four different books and these prices I'm using are at three different books today. If you have any questions, I'll have them in my spreadsheet. I'll have them in my blog. I'll be posting where I place these, but there has been a few cases where I've, I've said, you know, like sell strokes, sell points. It's not always going to be the case. I spoke with some smart golf people, especially one that I really respect about how much a stroke and a half is really worth. And we kind of came up with a percentage um, based on like, this is what it's really worth. So I'm looking, when I look at these prices and I see, let's say Knox over Hughes, straight up just to win with the push probability and then knocks minus one and a half over Hughes. I'm doing some math on that and figuring out the, you know, just taking the two prices, converting them into win probabilities. If the best price I can find on, on both isn't a certain distance apart, I won't lay the strokes. I'm not just blindly laying the strokes because it's available and they're giving me some extra points. So yeah, I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, just blindly lay strokes, but in a couple of these, there is a big enough gap. So I will lay the one and a half. Um, the the ugly one here is Martin Keimer over uh, Fertelli, and yeah, I, I can hear you, Alex. Okay, I don't know why my yeah, screen looks frozen. Have your picture? I don't. I don't know. Your picture is a little frozy, but either way, uh, Keimer over Fertelli. If you had to, if you had to not bet one of these, that's one I would probably maybe avoid. Keimer hasn't played a ton of golf lately. It's just I'm using a lot of his long term form. And I'm a Fratelli fader, so this was a this was kind of a gift for me. I think this should be closer to pick them plus one hundred five. But uh, and then uh, JT Poston, he's another guy that uh, burnt me last week. I had a good week last week, ended up burning me, but uh, back on that bandwagon. I don't think he's going to be gaining quite as many strokes as he did on the green. Um, I have four pages of these. I'm not I'm not lying. <laughs> There's another post and fade. Uh, Harold Varner the third, another guy I use quite a bit. I like him a lot. I'm a little worried about his tea time. Like I should just start writing ones ones you should cross off if you don't want to play all of these. Like Varner doesn't have a great tea time. Um, there is a little bit to the tea times, especially on Thursday tomorrow. There can be some big wind in this tournament, and 
there. Oh no, Varner does have a morning tea time. No, nope, I love that. Never mind. So there can be some really big wind here, and there can be a lot more wind in the afternoon. And there might be a bit of a wave advantage. If you play DFS, you already know about this stuff. If you play DFS and you don't know, pay attention to look at some people's lineups because there will be some some heavy morning lineups. Um, some people will do that in showdowns. There's going to be much less wind in the morning. So people who are playing in the afternoon might struggle. I think that's going to be a strategy for a lot of people when they do first-round leaders as well. So, yeah, just, yeah. And, I mean, Fuj here. I'm going to say Fuj, Fuj one. Might have said, yeah, there's going to be an advantage. Whoever's in the clubhouse at noon, like with the first round leader, that might be that might be a cold, stole cold lock to maintain that because uh, conditions will stiffen in the afternoon. And then finally, here's a gross one Ted Potter Jr. Over Shelton, go look at a picture. <laughs> go Google Ted Potter Jr. And then is this is, is this what me talking about tennis is like for you? I just don't know yeah. who any of these people are. Well, that's the thing. I'm not. Not only do I not normally bet the huge names because I think a lot of those prices are pretty nuts on. I'm betting further down the board, but this is a bad field. This is similar to like the the 250 before a slam. Like everybody's just taking this week off. So it's not a good field to begin with. Um, but yeah, Ted Potter Jr., before you place a bet on him, you are legally required to Google image search him and look at a picture of him because he's in the hilarious. He's just a goofy-looking dude that I, I love. And uh, this is another one, too, where I found a price for minus 1.5. I didn't lay it because I wasn't getting a big enough difference from minus 110. So happy to lay the juice there. And uh, my guy, Tom Hoagie, Pride of Fargo. Over Mitchell. That's when I mentioned Ooh. yesterday. Keith Mitchell's a guy I'm fading right now. So Hoagie laying the strokes, I like quite a bit. And that's it for golf. Um, as I said, if you have any questions, hit hit up James because he knows more than me. But you can certainly DM me. You can certainly reach out. Um, and I will be doing some blogs right after this once I get my first round matchups put together. And as always, let's close it out with some that's tennis. Tennis. Well, we'll start with the fun stuff. These matches are this afternoon in Monterey. Um, we're going back to the well here with some overs. Unfortunately, Yvonne got her part done in the parlay here, but um, <laughs> you are frozen. Didn't. I don't know why I'm frozen. You can hear me, which is interesting. But so yeah. maybe we'll just keep it like there. Going with again two overstacks here. Yvonne's playing Tormo. Again, should be a very competitive match. Both women play very long sets. Um, if you have the odds on yes or no, whether or not there'll be a tiebreaker, go with yes. Sprinkle that for a little bit if you can find that somewhere. I know that's on DraftKings and Bet Rivers and some of those places. But like the over 21 here, it's a great chance, like I, like I just said, we'll see a long set. And then the over two and a half sets line, you know, I have this closer to plus 140 again, given that price. So like the over there in Yuvon Tormo. And then similar situation here in Paolini Schmedlova. Now that the game total has moved to 21, if you've got a 21, maybe, I'm sorry, 21 and a half. If you've got a 21 and a half, maybe play that at a slightly smaller stake. Um, I was able to get 21 earlier. Still like both overs. You know, again, this should be a very competitive match. Um, I don't know if we'll have a tiebreaker here, but I'm expecting, honestly, three sets. So grab the 21 as well as the over two and a half sets, which, you know, again, similar edge there. I've got actually this one closer to plus 135 instead of plus 140. So we'll uh, pile on some over stacks there, Andy, this afternoon in Monterey, Mexico. And one over tennis. They're playing tennis overnight as well. I, I almost like these. Sneak. I almost like these more because you can't sweat them. I was telling you, um, our friend Kelly, uh, 
Big Ten Watto put out a, a live bet. It's somebody we talked about a bunch yesterday in the tennis chat. And uh, it's somebody who's talked been talked about a lot this year in general in uh, Aslan Karatsev. So I, I ended up going with some live bet uh, this afternoon or this morning. And I'm trying to get some work done. And I'm just sitting there staring at the, the match. Like, <laughs> I almost hate that. It just, it, it, I, hate, I love the it sweat, but I hate you. it. It does consume me. He ended up getting it done. Congrats to us. But, uh, yeah, I like the overnight ones better. I can just turn on the score alerts and wake up to it. Yeah. Gasparian here. Now, this number's kind of on the move. I was able to get a little better than this. I would probably draw the line at plus 125. Don't play it any lower than that. She's playing Katarina Siniakova, one of the most inconsistent um, women's tennis players. And, I mean, that's a whole other level of inconsistent folks. Um she, really should never be favored in my opinion, especially over someone um, solid like Gasparian who is often injured and doesn't get a lot of credit because she doesn't play very frankly very often or make deep runs because she always gets hurt, but seems to be healthy this week, not too much extra tape on her body. So happy to grab her at an underdog price here. Um, you know, again, would play this plus 120 actually or better is good, but uh, plus 130 is the goal. I dig it. So a lot, uh, a lot going on there. And if you don't already follow us over on the BetSperts channel on YouTube, you can do that. I know a lot of people have complained over the years about, um, and, and truthfully, it's just, I think it's uh, Periscope doesn't work well on Wi-Fi. If you're watching on Wi-Fi or you're watching on your phone sometime and the signal isn't great, Periscope sometimes can suck. So you can watch this live on YouTube, live on Facebook, live on Twitch. Follow us on the, and I think YouTube is probably the best experience, even though I'm sort of mad at them right now. You are unfrozen. I know I wasn't going to go full screen with you frozen because you look so bad, but um, YouTube, I think is the best live experience. If you want to check us out over there, it's just the BetSperts page. The logo is a black circle that says BetSperts in the middle. Not tough to find. If you are watching on YouTube, please give us a thumbs up. If you listen to the podcast, please rate, review, subscribe, all that jazz. I'm excited for this is going to be a massive weekend because of March Madness plus awesome. a, turn, a tournament that decided to put out like 250 matchup lines for me this week. So very tournament. a lot of action Fantastic going on between week. that. So very, very fun. We'll have a fun guest tomorrow to preview the conference to or preview the big tournament even more. And um, yes, we're yeah, not shirking those questions. People we will just get to them tomorrow. Yeah. And thanks for the hang. We'll catch you tomorrow. Way to unfreeze right at the end. <laughs> I've never seen that before. It was weird. Uh, I'm still, we're still live. I forgot to push the off button. Oh, you got to do that. <laughs>